Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And today we're also joined by our new dater. We're joined by... Jenny! Kenny, yay! We're all here. It's Monday. It's MLK Day. It is out, and I have not left my apartment for more than thirty seconds today. That's what you guys. What? <laughs> Kenny's having light drugs. It is so fucking cold in New York. Like it has not been winter in New York until today. I'm sorry. It was a monster fest of rain all week here, and it's finally sunny. So I'm I'm like finally feeling better. But I, I hear yeah. that it's rough over there. It's weird. It literally like. this winter has been so mellow that it even hurts more today. Like, it's just, (laughs) I went out to brunch and I, like, one block away from my apartment, I was like, I want to go home. Like, I don't, I just don't want to be there or outside. No, it's like what feels like negative or something. I saw someone's Instagram story, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like 12 on the weather app, but it's really windy. So I can't even imagine what the feels like is. Not good. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You know, the sunshine is always waiting for you here. Unless you get unlucky and visit last week. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yes, we're this here. This is a weather Kenny. podcast. <laughs> this is our podcast. Kenny's here. Liza's here. Kimmy's here. If you're joining our podcast, I'm going to do my annoying spiel. If you're returning, love you. Thanks for listening to this every time. Basically, this is a podcast about dating. I did 32 of 51 dates. Met my BF. Um, passed the torch to my brother, Kenny, who's in New York dating. Liza and I are across the country from each other, if you can't tell. Okay, this was not a good 30-second pitch. All right, but, like, basically, here's the thing. We talk about dating. You tell your friends about this podcast. They listen. They send us their worst first dates. You send us your worst first dates. Everything's fun. Everything's crazy. Um, You know. We all just come together on how, like, weird and shitty it is. Because it it really is. Like, whether – You've dated like two times in your life, like, and then you're always in relationships, or you've never been in a relationship, or you're dating all the time. Like, dating is really fucking weird. Uh, it is something universal we can all relate to. And we also try to be like dating positive here, not to be super cheesy and millennial, but just like, yeah, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of ways to be negative about dating, and we're definitely negative, but we also want to be like, yo, getting out there and doing the fucking thing, it sometimes works. It worked for me. I don't know. I ended up with a good dude, so. I fucking believe in our goddamn process. I do. Like, I really do. Like, I feel like I, I feel like Oprah sometimes because I'm always telling single friends who want to be in a relationship, again, like highlighting if you're new or if you're returning, you know this, like we do not think a relationship is key to happiness Mm -hmm. at all. But I do have friends like we're 30. We have friends who are like looking for a partner, which is cool if you want it. It's cool if you don't want it, blah, 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 of course. But I'm literally, like, go on a date a week. I guarantee. I mean, I don't guarantee, but, like, I almost guarantee. This usually happens drunk at a bar, so I can't fully speak to, like, how clear I am on the method, but I believe in the method. I mean, a date a week is, like, pretty high volume. You end up just, like, interacting with so many people. And, like, even if it's not a date a week, just, like, the frequency is just driving all these new interactions that I otherwise wouldn't have been having and, like, opportunities that otherwise wouldn't have been like exerting effort to go seek out. So I think it is actually definitely helpful. Yeah. Like I think even like, like Kenny, our new dater is not necessarily looking for like his person forever, but I think that it helps you learn about yourself and like other people and the world. And like, you're just anything, I think in life, anything that forces you outside of a comfort zone is generally speaking a good thing. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I just noticed something that I thought might be fun to start on before we get into your date, Kenny. I think this is date number seven. Am I right? Am I right? You're right. I'm right. Mm-hmm. I just saw on our Facebook group someone posted um, about talking to someone on Bumble for about a week and wants to propose a spot for drinks this week, preferably East Village, where Kenny lives, Alphabet mm-hmm. City area. Anyone know a five dicks spot? If you're new, we rank our, da- rank our dating spots um, out of five dicks. Five dicks is the best. It's counterintuitive. Who knows? Whatever. 
Um, and then she wrote, edit, just found out he doesn't drink, and I definitely do. I feel kind of weird about it because going out and drinking is a big part of my social life, and we've never even met, so maybe I shouldn't put the carriage in front of the horse and be too concerned about it yet. I think, like, more than just, like, addressing that, Kenny, I just – this seems, like, perfect for you because you live in the East Village and you encountered this on a date kind of recently. What would be your advice to this person? Yeah, I mean, I think doing an activity is an, an easy way to substitute. Like, when I went on that UCB date, it was just, like, a fun activity whereby, like, if they're cool with you having a beer, you're in an environment and you, where you can do that and you can relax. Otherwise, you also don't have to because you're, like, participating in an activity whereby, like, if you're going to the bar, the drinking is the activity. I think the alternative would be, I think that the the coffee shop type places are cool. Like, if you go to a place like Mud, which is, like, kind of loungy, has a, has a bar, has tables where if you wanted to, like, snack, you could do that as well. Again, you can have coffee, you can drink, you can have water, like depending on how they end up like shaking out. Cause at the end of the day, they could be like, yeah, I don't personally drink, but I'm totally cool. Like if you want to have a beer and like do your thing. So like finding yourself in a venue where there's multiple options rather than dragging someone to a bar is just, yeah. Or like, I feel yeah. like Empel, it was, is it Empel on the place on St. Mark's and Tiger? Yeah. The, the Tiger. Like Ampeon. Yeah. 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 yeah, Ampeon. yeah. I always feel insecure about pronouncing it. Cause I know I'm, doing I don't think job. I do it right either. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm just like, remember, but you know, that taco place, it, like that would be a good spot because it's like you can substitute snacking on yummy Mexican food for drinking. Like he can, you can yeah. get like small plates. Like you, you could get, and like feel like you could drink beers without it being weird because you're eating tacos and you could have a beer or two. Mm-hmm. He could get tacos. You guys could like split things. You could get chips. I'm also yeah, a big know? advocate of like if you're going out on a date with someone who doesn't drink, it's like think about doing it on Sunday when places are usually quieter or like there's less other people like out and being rowdy because it just like. A lot of other places are quieter and like have more seats and are more accessible on a Sunday. And if you're not planning on drinking, then like who really cares? And their schedules may be open and they're more, I don't know. Sundays are just something to keep in mind because I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Or a coffee and walk date, I think is such a good vibe, which you've also been on, Kenny. This is coming out like at the first of all, like there are a lot of people who don't drink for many different reasons, and I think it's always a good thing to talk about. But like this is also coming out at the end of January, so a little bit late. But like a lot of people are doing dry January. Like I'm dumb, and I decided I wanted. I've literally gained weight doing it, but I wanted to try to cut out. I call it fake whole thirty. Just cut out dairy and cut out carbs. Not like crazy sugar type person, but like not eat bread and pasta. And it's like, I feel like a dum-dum. Like, I was with my friends out, and, like, I wouldn't get pizza. And that's not the girl I am, but I just feel like this is a weird month where people are, like, not doing certain things, and we all have our feelings on that, and we mostly think it's dumb, but, like, whatever. I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting to think about how to be flexible to other people's needs and wants. And also, like, because you're not going to a bar and you're doing something different, it's, like, an interesting time to, like, find something to do that you otherwise might not think about doing on a date and, like, kind of Mm -hmm. pushing the boundary and just, like, trying something new because, like, it's kind of forcing your hand in a certain perspective of like, yeah, I'm going to suggest doing a fitness thing or I'm going to suggest doing this just because you have to think outside the box. So be creative and have fun. Totally. And like, I always, sorry, I always want people to go shopping with me for shit. Like <laughs> it's, it's really toolish to like go record shopping together because that's like out of a rom-com, whatever. But this is where I'm like, I wish CD stores were still a thing because how fun it would be to be like, let's get coffee and like go to a CD store. If this were the 90s, wouldn't that be such a fun date? <gasps> yes. Yeah. To like browse, like look at music, be like, oh, did you know this or whatever? Or like, what's your most embarrassing album <laughs> that you would like, whatever, you know, like, ugh, it's sad that that's not a thing anymore. That would be such a fun date. No, I know that. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, what else? Could, yeah. Because for me, fitness date is literally I'd rather jump off a cliff. But, it um, depends on the person. Yeah. But point. like yeah. a hike. I mean, that's not fitness, but a hike or a walk. That's true. That's like the tennis. LA people are that. Tennis is kind of sexy. Yeah. If I were a good tennis player, that would be actually great because then you could. Yeah. And the other thing, not to just be the most redundant podcast in all of the land, but like it's a great moment to ask that person to like start off with open communication like do you want to go to a bar is that weird for you like or maybe don't say is that weird for you but just like be like sorry I want to default to you since I do drink like I'm I just want to whatever you're comfortable with like you can just ask I think totally. like unless maybe maybe correct me if that's like putting too much pressure on the person but like I don't think so like if I'm the one who is not eating pizza this month and someone asks me on a date to a place that's only pizza I might just be like actually can we do this. I would like them to totally. ask me, where do you feel like going? Then I could pick a place that has a lot of meat. 
<laughs> and I think people, I have a lot of um, buddies who don't drink because I have a lot of buddies who are comedians and a lot of comedians are now like sober living. Um, but I think the people who don't drink uh, have to talk about it a lot. You know what? Like, I think they have to kind of express their like things they're cool with and not cool with a lot. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's a, especially, you know, it's, we live in a world where most people drink and a lot of people, especially in New York, drink a lot. So it's something that has to, has to, kind of comes up by necessity. Yeah. Um, you could always, if you live in LA, you could go to Med Men. If they smoke, you can go and have some <laughs> weed instead. Um, or you could have tea. All right. So <laughs> let's list all of the things that you can in- ingest if you do not drink alcohol. Bread. Soda. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Go get some giant fucking sodas. Just oh, Slurpees. Go to 7-Eleven and just No, suck them dude, down. you know what would be such a fun date? Speaking of shopping dates, uh, when my roommate and I in college were stressed, we used to um, like or take a break from studying like during finals and stuff. We would drive to Target. We would get large fountain sodas, and we'd just do a big lap around Target. we just hit every aisle. We wouldn't even necessarily buy anything, although we'd usually buy some like random shit. But we were just like, we're going to go to Target for an hour. And it was like the most fun. Do you know Are that I got kicked out of a Target once for doing that when I was in high school? <laughs> We were so bored and like the Target was kind of new like and it was so such a fun chain and we were just in there being silly for too long. And we literally like we were like very responsible young ladies. I mean, maybe it was like middle school, but then we had to come get picked up. And like, like, I think it was my friend Emma's mom and she was like pissed. She was like, what? This is wild. But yeah, we literally got kicked out because we were just like walking around with sodas, like giggling. So, oh my god! Yeah, Simpler I was times. a wild child. I LOL. Target so much. It's just such a good store. Oh, it's the thing I miss about living in the city is like going to a nice big suburban Target. Ugh. Yeah, because they opened one in East Village recently, and I was like, "This is huge. This is going to be life changing. This is going to be revolutionary." It sucks. It's just disappointing. Yeah, There's no, like it's just so small and cramped and dirty, and it's not what I remember. No, like nothing's ever stocked. Like it's it's a, it, it is a suburban phenomenon. Like it has to be in the suburbs to bring yeah. joy. There are some okay ones here, but I think overall, I know Beyonce went to one in LA, kind of like a few weeks ago. <laughs> There's but, a great one near where, right near where Nick lives, Kimmy. Walking okay. distance from Nick's apartment. I love. I go to that Target every time I visit Nick. It's okay. on Santa Monica, and I remember in West Hollywood, but it's in a complex. If you live in LA, I'm telling you this. It's in a complex with an Ulta, a Starbucks, a Best Buy. Is that where the Bevmo is too? Or different? yes, there is a Bevmo. Oh man, Bevmo. Bevmo, Bevmo, Bevmo. Target locations. We'll make sure to review them on the pod. Totally, yep. this is a Target review podcast. <laughs> no, five but actually, five. wait. I have a call to put out to all listeners who do not live in an urban center. Can someone go on a Target date or propose a Target date? Be like, hey, let's go get fountain sodas and walk around Target. If you do that and email us it about it. I will personally, Kimmy and I will personally record a video love note to you. I, yes. I'll do anything you want. I just want to hear about a target date. I just also want to see like the screenshots of the interactions when people realize that they're being asked out on the target. Asked to go to target. Yes, screenshot <laughs> those. something for everyone. I feel that this could go viral on Twitter too. Like the target date. Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel some things about this. I think that's a great idea. I think someone should do it and report back and screenshot all those replies. Because here's the thing. Like if you find someone who says yes like you've you're you've found your person but then oh my god you could learn so much about their interests guys i'm so excited (laughs) you've learned so much about their interests like which section do you want to go to first what do you like what do you not like like let's go look at clothes let's go look at home electronics let's go look at cds they have cds and dvds and they have those bargain bins (laughs) the home the home section where would i want to go i just like being inside of a like clean big fat target i just feel like it's it's terrible America, but it's great America, and I just feel comfortable there. You could learn so much about someone. It's like, pick, let's pick up what you need. Oh, that's the brand of laundry detergent you use? Like, oh, my God, me too. Guys, <laughs> this is a perfect date. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. The first person to go on a car- Target date <laughs> and email us about it can come on the pod and talk about it. Should come on the, uh, the pod and talk Must. about it. Must come on yes. the pod and talk if about it. If you go on a Target date, please email us at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com and tell us. And, like, we will figure out a time to yeah. have you on the pod to tell us how it was and and confirm my clearly true hypothesis that it's the perfect date. I feel like if you work at Target, please let them know that we're, like, promoting them and then that we should, like, partner up somehow. Yeah. This is not an ad. This is not a sponsored message. But we are promoting the show. Let's run, like, a matchmaking Target 
event where we just get a bunch of singles at Target and fucking turn the lights down, see what happens. That sounds disgusting. But I, mean, I, like, will, I will tell you this, though. What if someone asked you on a Walmart date? No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. Well, I feel like they have like, massive superstores now with like cafes in them. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 mean, just, I mean, you know I would say no, but I'm just saying Target is Target. Target's different. If someone asked me on a Target date, would I say yes? Mm, no. Uh, no way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monster. I would say let's get married, and I don't even like necessarily believe in marriage. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be the moment that converted me. Wait, this could definitely be like I could like – this could definitely be one of those articles. Like, I asked 20 people on Tinder if they'd go to Target with me, and this is what they said. However, we need I mean, to get that Target money. Target, are you out there? Like, Contact us. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's literally like... Kenny, you might I'm, have to take one for the team and go I know. Target. I'm, like, thinking about it and, like, whether or not, like, I have the confidence to start asking people to Target, but I really Kenny, want to. it's got to be next time you're home at your dad's when you're in the burbs. Oh, hit it up. Because it's got to be a suburban one. It's a, 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 a New York Target date would be a no. disaster because no, 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 the no. Targets here are not the same. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. Well, that was a really <laughs> fun little what ride we went on there. Um... From our non-sponsor. just buzzing with excitement. Buzzing with um, excitement. So, Kenny. On that note, Kenny, tell us about your non-Target date yes. that you went on this week. Um, date number seven. Yeah. No, I didn't go to Target, but I did manage to go on a date, which was nice, considering I think I mostly just whined on the last episode of the podcast about how people wouldn't text me back. Um, so, um, no, it was good. Um, instead of just sitting at a bar, so maybe this is a fun thing you could do with someone who's not drinking, although this is a much more fun activity when you are drinking. Um, I went to the gutter, which is this really cool, old-fashioned, grungy, hip, kind of like, I don't know, I kind of weirdly get like Seattle-type vibes when I'm there, but bowling alley. Um, and it was like in the afternoon, you like go in, you walk in, it's like relatively dark, so it's like easy to lose track of time there. Um, and it's just like, a, it's, a, it's kind of the ideal venue. We were like talking about like what I how I would design design a bar if I like owned one. And I think like a lot of that bar are like reminiscent of what I picture of like my ideal bar. So it's a really cool spot. I'm sure there's people in New York who've heard of it. They're like opening up a couple other locations throughout the city, but it's like the OG one is in Williamsburg. A couple? They have one in LIC and they're opening one in LES. Oh, gross. That me out. Yeah, yeah I don't really love it. <laughs> So actually, cool. listeners, listeners who are dedicated and have listened to the beginning, thank you very much. Have heard about this twice. I went on two dates there in my time. One with my friend from college. It was the friend date, and we actually bowled, but we only got like one game, which was the dumbest shit of our lives. Um, and the other one, we never were able to bowl. And yeah, it was one of those weird things where like we had set a time. It was like afternoon. She said like something around three. We had dinner plans afterwards. And I was like, uh, I need to get there at least a half hour before three because next thing you know, the wait's going to be three hours. And then mm -hmm. that was giving me severe anxiety because I was like, we're going to set up this whole thing and then not be able to bowl. I'm not going to be able to handle that. This is going to be a nightmare. Uh, but it ended up being fine. We waited for like an hour. We had like a good amount of time to like have pre-bowling dialogue because bowling is like a little bit less conversational. And then you got to go and like do the activity. And then like we ended up hanging out a little bit afterwards too. So... so Kenny, real quick, Hinge, right? Yes. And uh, then, like, how much banter? Tell us a little bit about the banter pre-date and how you guys decided on bowling, etc. Um, I'm, like, pulling it up now. I, I, I do recall it being super short. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I liked something on her, and then she just responded, and I think I have one of my, like, simple or, like, simple pleasures is bowling. And she just said, love bowling. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> all right. First and foremost, I'm going to ask you to go bowling. And she said, only if you promise not to let me win. And then next thing you know, I was like, have you been to the gutter? Because she like, made a comment about how all the bowling alleys in New York are like shitty nightclubs with mm -hmm. um, music and giant TVs. And like, part of me doesn't hate that because I think it's just like ridiculously funny. But like, I get why it's not appealing. And so I was just like, have you been to the gutter? It's like literally the opposite of what um, you just talked about or like described. And then I was like, yeah, she said, sure. And I gave her my number. And then next thing you know, I was like, if you're around on Saturday, we should go during the day because it's a lot like better from a time perspective and like the lines and waiting and whatever. And then we're there. So it was pretty quick. Wow. That's awesome. Was it nice to just be like, hey, we like bowling. Let's go on a date. Well, it was like the perfect like 
excuse to suggest bowling. It was something that I personally really love doing and is honestly like pretty nerdy. And I feel like I think bowling's underrated. I feel like a lot of people are like have like these very like polarized reactions about like bowling in general. Some people just like adamantly hate it. And even if they're like, they're like, Oh, I'm not very good. I'm not even going to try or like, or they love it. There's like very few people that kind of flounder in the middle. So like, it was like a unique opportunity to like go do that activity on the first date. And it was just kind of like, it ended up being great. I thought it was so much fun. Um, before cool. we get into that, I just want to say, maybe let's get strategic for those people out here there who are like, uh, fucking dating apps, they're the worst. It seems really smart to have something on Hinge where you get to answer those questions. That's like really specific, like bowling. But even like if I had like getting a Commodore at the Commodore, which is their like pina colada drink, like then it would be so easy for someone to ask me out. They'd like want to go to the Commodore. Like having something super totally. specific, like, like Liza's could be like looking through the CDs at Target. <laughs> Like, yes, going to Target all day, spending a Saturday there. <laughs> and then, like, it just makes it so easy. Like, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, all of that stuff to just, like, cut through all the bullshit. Seems like I agree. Good. And it's just, like, there's so many dumb prompts on there that you can answer. Like, I don't need to read about how every single girl who lives in the city is with the dog at the party or, like, Irish exiting from the party. I think if, like, you use the smart ones that are, like, these are the things that I like. This is, like describes who I am and like actually like if I'm swiping through and I see something that I think is relatable it makes it so much easier to just start a dialogue right rather totally. than so the question you're referring to Kenny if I'm remembering correctly from my hinge days um was like where where you find me at the party where do you find me at the party or something yeah, and I'm like how many parties are people going to with dogs <laughs> like how can you all possibly be with the dog at the party like <laughs> everyone's always with the fucking dog yeah and then also like what are you supposed to talk about that and like oh cool you probably have a picture of you and a dog as well like yeah. that's yeah, yeah i think like Wait, honestly, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you if you like dogs like everybody likes dogs Wait, i'm yeah. gonna pull up my hinge profile because it still exists because i'm a monster i don't think i deleted it that's a dumb fucking question it it's is. Super dumb. so many so many of them are so dumb and so cliche and i think like to that point the fact that i had bowling in there just like totally i mean i feel like it could even be like a specific t- type of cuisine be like you can find me like looking for the best empanada or whatever you know like yeah yeah some people can just be like i love that what's your favorite empanada great let's go eat it yeah totally I'm looking at what mine said and then i'll officially delete this i just never like got around to it i mean um, i think i still have your hinge and tinder yeah. and bubble <laughs> on my phone the, how do you get, I get to bubble your, alerts kenny how do you see your actual profile okay okay next vacation i want to go on wow i am basic it's just the japanese flag but it's true unusual skills i wrote chicksproductions.com always be promoting yourself um the working title for my memoir basic adjacent i feel like oh mine are pretty bad but what are the other questions i could pick from it's like uh what I have like my civil pleasures. I have dream dinner guests. I have like okay. Well, tell you have to tell us the answers I. too, Kenny. Don't like, don't. Oh my god! Literally, sorry. The first one I saw. Where to find me at the party? It's this dude enjoying a whiskey and petting an animal. If there is one present. God damn it! A plague! <laughs> it is a motherfucking plague! Plague! Oh Okay. Yeah. Basic. Kenny, can you answer the two questions? Tell us the answers to the two questions you just listed, because now I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners would be as well. (laughs) My simple pleasures are live music, showers after skiing, purposefully sweating, bowling, hot breast sandwiches, and then howdy. Like, the greeting howdy, because I think howdy is just the funniest thing in the world. If someone (laughs) ever introduced themselves to me by saying howdy, I think I would lose my shit. I just think it's super funny. You have a lot of pleasures. yeah, I want to give you a list more than a couple things. It, like someone will react to one of those. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. And your dream dinner guest? Uh, David Bowie. Good, good, uh, good. Makes you seem right. cool. All right, yeah, all right. And then, my um, believe it or not, was that I won a battle of the bands in high school, which is true. And I think I was wearing an entirely purple denim outfit because I was in this ridiculous like indie rock outfit with like these kids who went to art school. <laughs> You're channeling your inner David Bowie. Yeah, I guess so. Being really fucking hip. All right. Um, well, so what okay. happened? What happened? So, so you're at Gutter. A, how many dicks do you give it? Kimmy, I think gave uh, it five. I'm, I'm giving it five. Or four? Yeah, I'm fuck yeah. Here's why I think it's perfect, never having been on a date there. The dynamic of like you get there and you have to wait for bowling. Mm-hmm. 
again, if you hit it at the right time, which you yeah. did because you're wise and you you know the scene, it's like an hour at the bar to chat is perfect to then go into like an activity. It's like, cool, we know each other, we're talking, we have some touch point, and then we're going to go do a thing. I totally agree. And like, even if the conversation like sucked, it gives you a little bit of like an out, <laughs> right? Because like, if you like hit a lull period or like you're having trouble like working through like monotonous small talk it like gives you like at least you have like a window and then you're going to do something else and like that something else involves like getting up and moving around which can always be like reinvigorating but i yeah it was a perfect amount of time i thought the split was super convenient and like super relaxing too because it's like i don't have to run in and immediately start throwing bowling balls i can just like sit here and meet with you and then we can still go do that but like totally i would only give it a four because it's such an unpredictable wait there and then so if you've never been there before it's really intimidating for a first date because like there's a huge bar there are other activities to play it's cool but if like you both don't know what's going on and all of a sudden you're greeted with a three-hour wait and like someone came out to brooklyn who doesn't live there like people could get kind of annoyed but oh and and people get insecure when doing activities together on first date i think it's the kind of insecurity you should push through. But like, even if you're a bad bowler, just like fucking go into it. So that's why I would give it a four, just in terms of all of the first dates. But I think like if you know it, then yeah, it's perfect. If you hit it at the right time, it's perfect. And even if you miss bowling, you can play like air hockey. That's or what I did that one day where we missed bowling. Foosball? Do they have foosball? Um, they, they have, have pool. Thing. Pool. They have pool yeah. and they have some other things, but yeah. Yeah, that day I went on there in the day, like we never made our bowling time and then we both had dinner plans, and then we gave our ticket away. So that's a very, like, good Samaritan thing to do. You just give For sure. It's like a little deli ticket that they give you with a number on it. But, yeah, it's definitely like a cluster, but just go early. Honestly, get there by 1230, and you will bowl right away um, on a weekday. A week ne- uh, sorry, on a weekend day. But So cool. Yeah. And then, Kenny, how was, like – the bar hour was like conversation good you guys like it felt natural like tell us about the vibes uh yeah vibes were were totally good i think it was just again it was super casual i haven't had like i think i'm pretty purposeful with like who i select to go on dates with and i probably have mentioned this so like i kind of feel like whenever i've decided to like ask somebody how to go out with them i kind of like feel whether or not it's going to be like a forced conversation or if it's going to feel like it's going to probably be more like relaxing or casual. It was super casual. We hit on all the bases. Um, as you like, you, you have the same conversations over and over again <laughs> as you continue to go on these dating things, but like you can find more and more interesting ways to like make yourself seem different and, and interesting. But yeah, it was good. What are your, like, what would you like list the conversations you usually have? Like what are like the conversations you feel like you always or almost always get to on a first date? Mm. Um, time spent in the city, like where you ended up living, where you lived in the city. Cause usually like this person lived in, in Brooklyn, like just like figuring out what they like about their neighborhood or what they enjoy, like living in that part of the city versus like anywhere else, just cause it's different experiences. Like the East village is going to be very different than crown Heights or whatever. And so like getting there. Crown Heights? Yeah. Oh, the coolest spot there. <laughs> if you go on a second date, sorry, this too. um, the yummiest. Mm-hmm. obviously talking about work in small capacity just because i think it's interesting to like again not even just like talk about what people do but like why they enjoy it or or what they enjoy about it which is always helpful because i think it gives you like some insight into just like how they think about things more broadly um usually like uh, to an extent where they grew up this person grew up in their hometown is literally las vegas <laughs> which is like, very different and very interesting because it's like just a totally different world. So like yeah. talking about that was interesting because it's just like that is such a unique perspective that like you never get to really run into. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, I hit on all the same shit and it seems like boring, like non-fun, non-exciting conversation. But like I think like there's ways to make those conversations more enjoyable. And when it's like natural, it's natural. You're going to talk about that stuff at first. I'm like thinking back to my date with date 13, like definitely covered all those boring bases. Like it's not like – yeah, like, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think those are things that people talk about when they first meet each other. Like, Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to, like, if you don't cover that stuff, you kind of can't get anywhere else. But I can definitely see that it gets tedious, especially talking about those aspects of yourself. Like, 
when you're going on a lot of first dates. Like, it's the yes. same way you feel when you're, like, looking for jobs or networking or interviewing where you're like, I don't want to tell you about my goddamn professional background <laughs> again. Like, I've I've rolled out this goddamn spiel so many times. Like, it's just hiring to I'm be like. I'm fucking tired of doing that part. And yeah, it does a little bit remind yeah. me of dating right now. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm like, I meet someone and then it's like, oh, can we do a call or a coffee? Like, I'm in that mode. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I have given my fucking pitch so many times and, like, I'm just sick of myself. Like, it's not interesting at all and I'm worried that it's starting to show. But I remember that on dating. Kenny, is there anything that, like, probably music, but that you get, like, excited when it comes up? Because I used to love when we would start talking about, like, TV or movies on dates or, like, I'd genuinely be like, oh, cool. Like, this is a fun thing to talk about that's not just, like, siblings. Um, yeah, music's an easy one. I always, like – I don't know if there's anything else that's that's really – like stand out for me. I think it's just interesting when people like have a different, like, again, your TV arts creative. That's kind of where you're like, your interests lie. Like I like meeting people that have different interests than I do too, or like can take a deep dive on other subjects whereby like, I'm probably learning a little bit and like not trying to sound cool by like necessarily like keeping up. But like, I think when somebody's passionate about something that I don't necessarily have a ton of like knowledge about, I think that's usually exciting. Um, I typically have found like that. I think, Anything creative, arts, TV, whatever, are usually fun to talk about because it's just like fairly relatable. Like everybody has some kind of music they listen to and there's no like right or wrong music. Like there's no such thing as like good or bad music taste in my mind. And it's like the same thing with like TVs and movies and restaurants. So like, I don't know. Oh, I think there's bad taste in all of those things. <laughs> well, I think you disagree, but like I think the act of having taste around music and movies is like, Better than just being like, I hate everything. Yeah, no, that's true. I like, like, like how many dates, how many first dates this past weekend? What percentage of first dates do you think did the Firefest documentaries come up on? You know, like probably so many. Sixty-five percent. Like <laughs> we're only talking about like millennials. You know, like like just how many people talked about Firefest? Like. I mean, it came up in, I would say, 90% of my conversations this weekend, including with my parents. They were like, have you heard of Firefest? It was like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, no. yeah. It's just, that yeah. makes sense. Kenny, do you feel like it's, it's, do you feel, an, a, now that you're dating a lot, do you ever feel like you want to break away from these kind of boilerplate conversations or do you feel like it's just part of the rigmarole it's part of the process like you you go through it so you can get to the other side uh no i try to typically like avoid them i think there's easy ways to like avoid like the what do you do type conversations or like pivot from those into like more fascinating conversations that are tangent like tangential where we're like oh you're talking about like this part of your job well that's like Let's like, instead of just like talking about like, yeah, I go, I wake up, I go to the office, I leave the office, I'm home. It's like, oh no, you're doing something cool. Like you work for a wine company. Like, how did you end up like doing that? What is like interesting in that capacity? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. hate it, but it, it, cause again, it's like a little bit of a necessity, but I think you can spin out of them into like more interesting conversations pretty easily. Mm-hmm, so like totally. it's stalled. It's like an easy way to get back into conversation, but like, yeah, not ideal to just like have those boilerplate only conversations. Yeah. What's what are these conversations called? Only because that'll probably be the title of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we need to think of a brilliant. But it's true. It's like those like I don't know bread and butter conversations. It's like, like what are they? It's your elevator the- pitch, not your elevator pitch, but like it's like your your. First, it's definitely first date. It's definitely bread and butter. It's like the hit list. The hit yeah, it's list. Like Twenty one questions. It's like that Fifty Cent song. <laughs> it is Fifty Cent inspired. <laughs> Twenty one questions. Would you love me if I was yeah, down I and best. out? What are the 21 <laughs> questions? I have no uh, idea. <laughs> uh, the last time I listened to 50 Cent. Also, not to go Literally. full circle, but 50 Cent. Did you guys hear about this? That and now I understand why. He bought out like the two front rows or something to yes. a Ja Rule concert. And now like Fucking Ja Rule is brilliant. A, speaking of Fire Festival, Ja Rule is a big jerk. A big fat jerk. <laughs> yeah. Also, 50 Cent is like bankrupt. He's like poor. How is he affording these Ja Rule tickets? Although the is Ja Rule he? tickets have to cost nothing. It's just the ultimate shade, you know? Like, I mean, I think it's brilliant. I'm like, dude, that's the, that's like artistry. That's that's an artistic shade that you just threw. That is so high level. Oh, boy. The 21 questions, um, we really probably don't want to be <laughs> asking on our day. If I went back to we, a hoopty from a bend, would you poop and disappear like some of my friends? <laughs> um, some of these 
Oh, that's incredible. Wow. I really can't I mean, we are not endorsing asking 50 cents 21 questions on a first date, but we are calling them the 21 questions. The 21 questions. I mean, we could really dive into this and think about what they are. Actually, we could do this speedy. Okay. The first one is, where are you from? Where are you from? What do you do? Where do you live? Where do you live? And for how long? So that's four. That's four. Siblings. Um, Siblings. School. Where did you go to school? Six, um, seven would be like, what do you do for fun? I hate this question. It's not like one of your hobbies. <laughs> um, that's seven. What else? Uh, I, I don't know. Where do you like to hang out? Like, yeah, where do you go out? Yeah, that's out? eight. Um, do like roommates come up? Yeah, in our nine. age group, roommates, roommates who do you live with? Do you live alone? What kind of apartment do you live in? Yeah, we already did where, but yeah. Um, where do you work? Does that count? Like, not just where, but physically in the city? Maybe not. Maybe that's too similar. Um, like, what did you used to do? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, jo- like history. We can do yeah. general history. That's like, 10. Okay. Um, then, then this is like second drink questions after 10, I feel but, like. It's but like, yeah, then it's like music, taste. Music, TV, film. Comes up. TV, film. I'm counting all these questions because we need the numbers. Yeah, we 13. need that's 13. I'm um, counting on my fingers. Ooh, favorite by the way, restaurants guys, like in the city that always come. Restaurants up. or in your town. Um, totally. I'm. Um, uh, 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 future like, plans. No. <laughs> How many kids do you want? No. Exactly. Um, but slight future plans. Like, slight, oh, what yeah. do you? What's your next like step professionally? You're like, oh, you think about grad school? Like, where? That's 15. That's 15 we're counting great. it, guys. We need to get to 21. We got to get to 21 because everyone's bored out of their minds. I know we said siblings, but do we say like? Broader yeah. family. Parents. parents. Um, yeah. What family, you, what do your parents do? What did you do over the most recent holiday, if there was a holiday? Did you do anything? Totally. Holiday, travel, whatever. Um, what are we at? Like 17 now? Okay. So We're at 17. Then, um, beach or mountains? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think birthday comes up. Sports. Does sports stuff ever come up? Oh, yeah. Sports. Like sports teams. Sports and birthday. Birthday comes up. Birthday. 19. Um, two more guys we can do it like animals animals dogs 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 come up do you have dogs animals do you, have pets? Do you want pets do you like pets? one more um are you a virgin no <laughs> <laughs> what comes up um, uh, is this bartender being an asshole to us or is it just me I feel like cuisine preferences types of food you like yeah types of food you like not just food. Yeah. is that a lame 21 I wish I had been deeper 20 or yeah. funnier well okay, no no, no. the point 21. was that they're kind of lame, but kind of basic and kind of like, like, it's not weird to get through all of those. Well, you know, and 22 is, would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have that <laughs> So. And the answer is always no. Just kidding. Um, yeah. I mean, funny. that would be the, the the exception. Guys, I think we nailed that. I think we did too. I think everyone's <laughs> really happy they just had to listen to that. Maybe we'll let For it sure. Out. If we cool. forgot any, send them in. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, please tell us your your 21 questions or, like, additions, subtractions from our 21 Ooh, questions. Oh, you know what we fucked up? No weather. It's not really a question, but it's, like, this weather sucks. It's an early conversation topic. I'm yeah. like, it's cold. I miss. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's just, like, a life um, rule. <laughs> I mean, every conversation I've had this weekend has been like, it's going to be cold on Monday. Yeah. Um. So, Kenny, you move from the 21 questions. You start bowling. Did she actually win? That's what I'm dying uh, to know. <laughs> no, we played three games. Oh, that's a I want to say that I came out of the gate and the first ball I threw was a strike, and I never felt a more mixed set of emotions than I've ever felt in my entire life because I was nervous that she thought I was going to be, like, sandbagging her and then weirdly, like, anxious about, like, setting the bar too high because I came out of the gate so strong. <laughs> and I was like, well, now she's going to feel bad if she, like, throws a gutter ball or something. Um, well, that was nice of you to consider. So it was just like, <laughs> it was like, I was like, I feel like, it was just, like, very strange. It was like, almost didn't want it to happen. But we played three games. I won the first two, and then she smoked me on the third one. So nice. scores on the first one. I think I bowled, like, 117. She did 88, and then the second game, I was like 130, and she was 100. And then the last game, she bowled 144 and just whooped me. <laughs> That's a Dude. huge score. That's a big score. Two strikes and three spares all in a back-to-back-to-back. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> now I don't feel bad about that strike at the beginning at all. No. It's nice that she, she ended on, like, the high note and all. that. Like, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come from behind. Good. But it was cool. fun. I think it's, like – there's like a lot of touching when you're bowling. We have this weird family rule where like you high five after like every time you go up and you throw your two balls. And so like 
I instituted that rule as well. Just cause like, I don't know, there's like a weird level of like lack of interaction when you're bowling, right? Like you're bowling, you're like turning around. I'm probably sitting there like saying nice job or something. And then you like go and you bowl again. And then we just trade places. Like you're not really like actively having conversations. So like finding another way to add interaction throughout was like, okay, let's high five. The next thing oh, you know, yeah. you're just touching and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Even when you do yeah, badly, I mean, I think it's a high five. It's nice. I think it's like kind of subtly like sexy too. Like if the vibes are right, like we're just high fiving a lot or like, you know, I don't know. Like no, maybe not so much cool. on a first date, but like I, I always liked bowling with people I had crushes with in high school because I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for high fives and like hugs and arm touching and you can be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's so exactly cool. what you sounded like. I'm also, sure. like yeah, high maintenance people aren't going to be bowling like. Actually, there are a lot of basics that flood into gutter, myself being one of them, you know. But, like, it's really germy when you think about it. <laughs> yes. like bowling balls. Like, you can't be, like, too high maintenance and, like, be at bowling, which is, like, if you don't want a high maintenance person, that's great, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So after bowling, you said you kept hanging out for a little bit, right? Yeah, because we had gotten a pitcher, which is just, like, a fun way to also, like, continue to, like, share things. Mm-hmm. Sharing is caring. Um we had some leftover and so like our third game finished up and we just sat back at the bar and then like, it was like, cause it's, we started, I got there like two 30 and we probably were hanging out until she got there around three and we hung out until like five 30 or six. So it was like still early. And then we just like, That's awesome. sat at the bar after we had the pitcher and just had like one more beer and then like went our separate ways. Cool. That's and so then cool. like, has there been texting since the date was over? Uh, yes. Yeah, she said she would love to do hang out again or do something again. So like, and you want to too. Yeah, I totally will. I like again. I'm giving more shots for second dates, and I think like I had a bo- I had a blast. Like, so why not? Yeah, great. On that note of second dates, Kenny, is there any more intel we need about date seven? Date seven, seventh heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, as in this most recent? Yeah, this, this date, date, date number seven. Do we need to know anything else? Because otherwise, I have a thing I want to read about second dates. Too. Uh, no, I think that's it. I'll obviously keep you guys updated if it progresses or anything. But yeah, it was fun. I just also like there's this weird like now that we've gone there's there's two options here now that we've gone bowling and like done a fun first date like part of me is like it's going to be pretty relaxing like because the next one we can do probably doesn't have to be as unique or as exciting but I'm also like well that was like a pretty high bar that I've set for myself just by like (laughs) this really fun cool bowling date so like now what am I going to do so I say drink next third date dinner for you just just putting it out there or or drink somewhere really fun. I mean, like, I feel like now that you guys had, like, the interaction and stuff, like, sitting at a bar, I mean, I feel like a drink place that's, like, slightly weird, you know? Ooh, like Commodore or, like, like a place yeah. where you're, like, oh, we could also get some snacks. We could also – some of the drinks are weird. Like, they have, you know, like a place that's mm-hmm. fun and there's, you like – You should offer to go to Crown Heights, honestly, because you should go to Chevelle's or – ooh, ooh. There's that secret back of the hamburger bar. Is there any activity there? Where should you there go? are? Yeah, there are. Um, there's um, pool and or, or uh, okay. pinball. There's like some stuff back there. And then there's Barbancino. I feel like there's so many. Ooh, there's a really cool tiki bar called Superpower in Crown Heights. That is where I had an allergic reaction again to I think nutmeg. <laughs> but <laughs> this drink was so good. The painkiller was so good. Um, that but sounds yeah. right up my alley, so I'll check That's it. smart because then you could also, like, you'll also earn points being like, oh, I'll come to you. Like, I bet a lot of people are weird about going out there because they act like it's so far. It's not. It's no, like, it's not. And it's not. It's very easy. Yeah. It, it's like the only, it's like comparable to Greenpoint in my mind of, like, having a lot of shit that is exciting and yummy or and or cool. Like, there's just a lot mm-hmm. of cool shit, like, in terms of, like, Brooklyn neighborhoods. Like, I get fucking bored in Park Slope. No shade. Same. But, like, I feel no. like Crown Heights is just full of cool shit. I don't know. And I've never really spent time, so it would be an exciting little adventure. Mm-hmm. And my favorite margarita in Manhattan, I mean, I guess Brooklyn, <laughs> but in the city <laughs> is at Chevelle's. I think that – not the one on tap, the regular one is so good. I could sit that I'm at that bar all day. Everything there. Me. I have been there and, like, since Jeff moved out of Crown Heights and it's making me sad. I mean, we need to just do a food field trip there when we get – Yeah. Um, anyway. anyway uh, I'll read Okay, this. so – I'll read a spiel. Us, we'll talk about right. it. So – I think because it's kind of within the vein of, like, those weird first date conversations or just, like, kind of that – the in-between first and second date. I feel like that's always an interesting space. Like, all right. So this is what our list our listener who said I could say her name, Ryan, I think, or Ryan, or Ryan. Um, 
You know what I mean? When it, uh, how it's spelled? R I A N N E. R Y A N N E. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, sorry, dear listener. Both um, are cool names. I like them both. I think I already know the answer, but what is your assessment of my current situation? Met this guy on Bumble before Christmas. We exchanged numbers as I was going to be out of state till after the new year. We spoke every single day, and he planned a date for when I returned. We went out for dinner and drinks, followed by more drinks, followed by him coming to my place for a movie and more drinks. No moves were made, and each of the activities were his idea, minus him coming over because he wanted to come to my place, but didn't ask till we were both at our respective houses. I might need to break that down again, but... Not super important. Um, after the date, he still texts me every single day. However, however, he has yet to ask me on a second date. I've invited him over three times now to hang out at my place. Probably a mistake as I'm impatient with the whole process. We still speak daily, but when I've confronted him about whether or not we would have a real second date, his answer is always, I have to find some time to carve out. Thoughts? He seems extremely interested, minus the asking me to do things together. So I'm like, I'm gathering that there was nothing that happened um, moves were not made when they went over to her house, but it's also like pretty intimate jump to just yeah. having. Like, they like both went home first. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I think just like speaking so generally, I think that if he's not being apologetic about that, like it's a it's a thank you next. Like yeah. I mean, it's cool and it's it's nice. Like, I don't know. I I think that sometimes people like just want someone to talk to and get like attention from. That's my fear is that he's someone who like he wants attention without really anything else. Like he wants to feel like there's somebody there who cares, which like obviously fucking we all do. But He's not fulfilling your needs. And I don't think that like early in the game, that's a, I think it's, it's just like something that can only portend bad things. Mm -hmm. Is that too negative? No, I feel, no, I feel like hopefully our listeners are okay with this being pretty real. Also, I feel like she has some perspective on it. I mean, she started out by being like, I think I know the answer to this. I think that's like the thing. And this is the hardest part with like when you meet someone in life or on an app and you haven't met someone in a while and you actually like them, even if it's just one date, you can, like, I can want to, like, get kind of attached to it. And, I mean, he's giving you all the signs where, like, in a book, if you just told us all the facts, like, okay, there is 100% interest there. But I have been caught in situations that were months longer. Like, this didn't happen this early. It happened way later. And, like, you start justifying things. And as soon as you start justifying, I feel like it's usually a sign, like, what does your gut tell you? You know, and it's like way better to get that over with now than in three months or whatever. Totally. And even if like everything is great, everything about him, he's a good person. He's this is that like, let's let's make an assumption that everything else is good. Someone who has a hard time finding time for you is like never who you want to be around, you know? Yeah. And like, I feel like all of our listeners commenting on this, too, are like very much in what lies in my camp one listener did note that like if he has social anxiety it might be different and that for her dating is intimidating so that's Mm. definitely possible but like I would say to this listener who first wrote in like you were very deliberate and asked for literally what you wanted and he's like being a weirdo even though he's texting you every day like I fucking know that frustration it's so annoying it's like don't just like yeah like jerk off your attention need with texting like just I, I would, like, ditch it, and if he comes back, engage. Yeah, I would just way slow down the interaction with him, and hopefully, in, in a great world, he's realizing, like, oh, like, I, you know, this is going away. And if if he is just anxious and he feels it going away, that will hopefully be an incentive for him to be like, oh, let's hang out, let's go to dinner, you know? I think another thing I just noticed another listener commenting on who also felt like she's used to, like, has, like, some anxiety around second dates sometimes. It is true that our listener has only invited him over. Like, a public place would change the game, you know? Like, yeah. But it also seems like she's asked for that second real date. I don't know. Kenny, What what's your intel? I just also think that, like, and I think I, I've dealt with this as well, like getting frustrated at this, like, this level, like, of, like, frustration at the early stages of dating when there's so many people who you could go on dates with and might just have like genuine interest in you is not always worth it. Like, unless you think like this is the one and like you're willing to put up with some of that frustration, I think it's easy to get caught up in it. Like you said, but like, there's so many other fish in the sea. Like 
if this is like what you're going to deal with, or if this is like the tone you're getting that for like the rest of your dating time, however much time you guys spend together, then it might just not be worth it. So like keeping that in mind and making sure that you're prioritizing yourself as well. And like what you need is important. Yeah. Prioritizing yourself. Like, cause even if this was totally different, I remember early on in the pod and I always talk about this, I'd get so hung up on whether I got invited out for a second date because I was not being a modern feminist about it. And I would be so depressed if I wasn't, even if I wasn't that interested in that guy. And I think prioritize yourself in the way where like, Get a, the second date isn't a reflection of you whether it happens or doesn't. You are totally allowed to be disappointed if it doesn't with someone you wanted it to. But, like, prioritize, like, yourself. Like, how do you feel right now in between the two dates? If you're feeling wishy-washy or, like, anxious, like, fuck that. You don't want to feel that feeling. Even though that person was, like, really interesting and awesome. Like, I don't know. I'm just squealing a lot of things right now. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like overall early – red flags early are almost a – a blessing in disguise because it's like you know you don't no no shit robots yep and we've learned like people can be the only time I feel like I was truly ghosted was before this podcast and like he was like so perfect on paper always asking me out always doing the right things like everything was going so well and like then it just wasn't and that's okay things can just end too but like yeah, if it's this early, like, even though he did, because I can just see, like, myself in this listener's shoes being like, but he asked me to dinner and drinks, and we had such a good time, and, like, he's been so, like, texting me every day. Yeah, all of these things you do want from someone, but they're not, like, enough to justify if he's, like, missing, if that major red flag is also there, if there's just this big gap of something else, like, asking you on a second date. Just, yeah. I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Um, If you want hot, sexy takes like this... <laughs> on, on your problems <laughs> hot sexy takes you should uh, join our secret Facebook group which we're uh, talking about someone who posted this question in our secret Facebook group and uh, you can do that by going to Facebook and typing in 51 first dates secret and it'll pop up and you'll request to join and someone will approve you quickly and you can join our lovely community of people we're almost at a thousand people it's really exciting and people so in there exciting. are really nice and supportive and cool and that's Kenny I feel me like so you happy. need to get in there yeah, I don't even know how to log into my Facebook, but I'll try. <laughs> um, oh my God! And we'll These never, youths. we'll never read your name on the pod unless you tell us that we can, and we won't. Eat, we'll always ask to like just discuss it at all. It's just none of you really seem to like emailing us, and we get it. We get it. We're old grandmas, um, and Facebook is easier. So I don't know. All the juicy stuff is in the Facebook group, so we like to, you know, bring this to the totally. pod sometimes because it's so fun to talk about like. Um, uh, we we can relate all of us relate to all of these things so it's like very nice to hear these real world sure. experiences I'm sorry when they're shitty then it's not nice to hear but it is nice to kind of like break down and unpack and also if anything good comes out of shitty dating experiences it's like to help other people and help you connect with other people who have had similar experiences or need help navigating those experiences um, and also you can still email us we we do often read uh, worst yes. first dates that we get from the email. Please send us your worst first dates. Like, I think we stopped asking for them and they slowed down a little bit, but we love them. They're hilarious. Please, please, please send us your worst firsts or like best first or weird first or like worst any dates. Like, dating stories are fun. Please send them fun. in. You can send those to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at 51firstdatespod. Uh, please go on a date at Target and let me know about it ASAP. Yes. And uh, yeah. All right. And on that note, I think, that's... Um, I think that we will leave you with an idea to go on a date. Go on a date go at Target. Date. Yeah. Oh, especially Target. Go. A big shout out to Anthony from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.